0: Hello everyone and thank you for tuning in again. My name is Cicero, I'm the Inclusion Lead and an Ambassador for Care the Dance and I'm here with the lovely Paula. Would you like to introduce yourself and in what you do Paula?
1: Yes, hello everyone. So my name's Paula Handy I'm a foster carer and for the local authority and have been for the past six and a half
0: years. Can you tell us a bit about yourself and your journey to fostering?
1: yeah so um I work in a primary school um working full-time in a primary school so very much helping and supporting vulnerable children um, working one-to-one with a lot of children as well um and I think that's probably give me the the passion really to help and support children um my husband and I originally just went to like a a day where we were looking at fostering and we thought we'd maybe just do it on a weekend and things but then mm. um was told that we could actually do it full-time and we could help and support children so we signed up for that um our first um children that we had placed with us um were olivia and harry and we've got them now long term and we've had them for over six years now so very much a part of our family
0: and what does fostering mean to you
1: Oh, fostering means to me very much that it's about a family. Um, having Olivia, since they've joined us, have absolutely been part of our family. Um I think it's providing them with an extended family as well. So we work with the obviously mum and dad, we work with their family, where they work with our family. Um, it's shown them love and warmth as well in being part of a family as well providing them opportunities for different experiences. So it's just about, I think, providing them those opportunities to try and learn lots of different things.
0: That just makes me so happy. Like, that makes me, that's exactly what a foster carer should be. And I think that's really important. Everything that you've mentioned there. Thank you very much. Um, So what have you noticed to be the most important aspects in supporting a young person to feel happy, safe and a self a sense of belonging as they grow older.
1: Okay, I think the most important thing for us is just the children having a voice, Cicero. Um, I think, obviously, having and Olivia came to us when they were four and five, so, understandably, we were their voice at the time, Um, just <laughs> judging by their behaviours, judging by, like, kind of how they were reacting to things. But as they've got older, it's about just encouraging them that, actually, we were the advocates originally, but, actually, they have a voice, And -hmm. Olivia very much has a voice as well. So if she's not happy about things, she knows that she can come and explain things to us, and that if need be, then we can kind of support her in talking to whoever she needs to talk about changing things. But likewise as well, she can absolutely go and speak to the professionals or anybody that she's working with or any of our peers as well, just to be able to say, actually, I'm I'm not happy about this. Um, And Harry is gaining in that confidence as well because I think. A lot of times the children don't really have much confidence. I think they're so used to people coming and making decisions for them. Um, and I think the need to be able to be part of that and make decisions for themselves and have a voice. So
0: would you say like your practice is kind of young person led? It's so nice.
1: empowering them, isn't it, really? for they be able yeah. to have that voice. And yeah, and in the can, they can communicate that either verbally or sometimes Olivia's very good at maybe perhaps writing things down. And then Sharon, she's she's actually um, delivered a speech about what it means to be in foster care. She's part of what well, part of the Mockingbird program, and the both children, Olivia especially, will deliver speeches in front of maybe perhaps some of the local authority professionals, in just saying mm-hmm. this is what needs to change and this is what I would like to happen. Mm-hmm.
0: And you're actively sort of providing them resources, which again is really, really good, Um, bringing them to like groups. How can creative organisations such as Care to Dance support young people in your care? And what impact can a holistic trauma informed approach have on their wellbeing and opportunities?
1: So Olivia and Harry have attended Cater Dance for over three years now. Um, they were I think they were one of probably the first children that started it. Um, mm-hmm. for me, I think the confidence originally having Olivia both joined together and then Harry backed off a little bit. Um, and I think it was just because some of the children were a little bit older and he was quite young. Um, I, I see the children have grown in confidence every single week um, and I think because it is very holistically in how you deliver the cater dance um, there's no set things that they have to do almost so the children if they don't want to join in or maybe perhaps if they're not too comfortable in doing certain moves I think how you nurture the children uh, within that group is absolutely fantastic the children always come maybe they're going a little bit nervous especially Harry sometimes but he comes out absolutely buzzing with excitement about what he's learned and I think because we all work very much together I think we very much because obviously we've got the whatsapp group you send us videos of things and um, we're communicating all of the time and I think that supports the confidence in the children and like you've just said there about the holistically working together we're all working the same way for the needs of the children and I think you're very aware of certain children and their needs i think from a trauma informed background i think it's just enabling the children to be able to be who they want to be i think in the group as well i think like i say there's no like i think in some of maybe perhaps other that like we've tried lots of different kind of groups for these children but they don't feel comfortable they don't feel like they fit in and i think with catered Dan's, they're with children who are very very similar to themselves they've all got social work guys, they've all got different backgrounds some days are better than others but actually there's no judgment they come in mm-hmm. they be who they want to be there is no judgment there is no you have to do certain things and i think for us i think that's really supporting these children and it's enabling them to flourish and be who they want to be through dance
0: yeah you can actually see that they are happy when they come and I think yeah. that's the same for the majority of young people that come to care to dance, is that they actually do feel happy when they come, and they yeah. are like, they actually are the one to join in, and the yeah. we're all friends, we're all get along, and that's that's just what it's about.
1: We also mm-hmm. obviously we've got lots of um performances as well so there's been a couple of those and um, we've got a new one coming up so obviously the children get really really excited for that because they learn their different dance moves um, and we get invited to those as well which is absolutely fantastic to see these young people up on this stage just I think like I say it's the confidence that these children are really kind of flourishing and just developing and I think it's almost like a bit of an extended family for us because it's the same children that go every single week and you see them every different award ceremony and how they are developing and how they are kind of changing as well. And then obviously we've got new children joining every now and again. So you'll see them (laughs) at the birthdays as well, Cicero. So the children love that. So yeah, so you're very much aware of when it's people's birthdays and cakes get provided Mm. and there's a card and yeah, it's very much that that's really inclusive as well for all of the children and they get very excited about that.
0: Do you think that you would recommend Care to Dance to other foster carers? Who are absolutely, looking to, to fighting groups.
1: There's no pressure to be perfect for these children. And I think sometimes we try as, as best as we can to well, we don't want children to conform to what they should be. Actually, children should be able to be individual and be who they want to be. And I think for me, the cater the dance is there's no pressure. With regards to that, there's no judgment. The children are allowed to make mistakes, and that's okay because then we we'll just improvise, we we'll just change up the routine, and and Olivia and Harry will come back and and demonstrate that, and they'll show that, and they'll say, and they'll say, e I I got it wrong this week, but actually, um, Chad said I just have to change it up a little bit, or Gabby said I have to do this," and that just the thinking on their feet. So it's given them, I think, mm. a lot more confidence, a lot more. Reassurance to know that it's okay to sometimes not do it right or make a few mistakes. And I think for me, it's very much, it's almost like an extended family system. Like I say, I think I've seen quite a lot of the children grow together. Um, obviously with Olivia and Harry being there for over three years uh, we've Mm. seen children come and go um, we've seen some of the older children kind of leading the younger groups as well but even though they only start at the same time as Harry and Olivia but that that little bit older I think it's very much part of an extended family
0: Do you think that it's important that they have that routine they have that sort of stability to go go somewhere to be able to dance?
1: Absolutely, I think obviously we, we know that having a routine and knowing what's coming next is very, very important for our young people and probably for ourselves. It, it kind of enables them to have that sense of security, doesn't it? And safety that they know what's expected and they know what's coming next. So, yeah, every Sunday, it's something, it's absolutely something for them to look forward to. They know, and like I say, the it's it's meeting up with, with their friends as well. So they might not see them, obviously, if they're in different schools or different clubs and things, but every Sunday, when they greet each other when they walk into kind of that waiting area it's the hugs it's the cuddles it's the and the knowing that actually if I haven't seen them throughout the week I know that I'm going to catch up with them on the Sunday.
0: My final question is what's one piece of advice that you'd give to organisations supporting young people to help a young person feel safe and supported while they're in the care?
1: I think the biggest thing for me is just listening to the children, Cicero. I think taking that time to spend time with them and really and truly listen. I think as professionals, um, and I'm thinking of like kind of my full time job as well as obviously fostering, we're busy, we're busy all of the time. But actually, their voices and their words are extremely important. And we need to have that time to be able to sit and listen to them absolutely
0: thank you so much for speaking with us Paula today I appreciate it
1: thank you very much for giving me the opportunity